Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Trey, I still want that setup uh, that you are setting in front of on the Zoom press conference. I mean, you look like you're... (laughs) In the Bahamas, or I mean, that that is that is the man. If that's your patio in your backyard, uh, I want to hang out with you. I wish it was. <laughs> it's just a it's just it's just an artificial backdrop. That's all it is. <laughs> man, I got to find something like that. I'll, I wouldn't even mind turning on my camera from now on if I had something like that backing me up. But uh, so, that, so that line's all the way up at nine and a half now, huh? Nine and a half right now yeah. yes i think it started at six and a half i believe yeah um, yes it and is. i think it's probably just grown with you know more of the discussion about kj jefferson obviously that's a that's a pretty big swing i mean i would be inclined to say something like you know 31 27 if they have jefferson one way or the other and then um you know probably more like 38 17 or something if they don't and a lot of that's just the unknown i mean kate fortin may come in and just light the world up or um Malik Hornsby might. What we do know right now, and it's okay to say, Sam Pittman said it, is that KJ hasn't practiced uh, the last two days and that they hope to have him out there. I guess right now is when he would be out there. Uh, They kind of have that Wednesday policy. I I think that they would probably be a little bit more lax if he's able to do something. And, um, you know, if if KJ Jefferson is available at any part, if he, whether if he's not able to even come back till Friday, he's still got to be your starting quarterback, I would think. So um, we just don't know yet. And, I, you know, if it is, Pittman didn't say concussion protocol. In fact, he stopped pretty short of saying that. However, if that's what it is, I don't know of any player at Arkansas that has been in that protocol that has played the following week. Now they may go out uh, for um, – you know, warm-ups and stuff. In fact, I can remember Tyler Wilson being in that protocol back in the day uh, when Arkansas played Alabama, and Tyler came out and went through all the warm-ups and all that stuff, but he didn't play. And I think that's just kind of part of the coming back part of it. So we'll see. I'm not expecting KJ to play, but, uh, you know, Sam Pittman certainly not closing the door on it or at least not wanting people to think that um, that he's not playing. This has to be, I mean, if it's driving us crazy, can you imagine if you're the D.C. from Mississippi State, do you, Mm -hmm. again, how much time do you spend preparing for K.J.? How much time do you spend, uh, limited amount of time that you've had a chance to really see uh, Cade Fortin? And really, you'd have to almost go back trade to last year to the Texas A&M game. Well, I guess you could go back to the, Outback Bowl uh, against Penn State to, to get some so-called tape, if you will, on Malik Hornsby playing quarterback. But mm-hmm. if you go back to the Penn State, I don't know that I can't remember him attempting that many passes. Everything was pretty uh, much run, so. run, run, run. Yeah. Uh, now against now he should have. He did throw the ball. He should have had a touchdown pass against Texas A&M, but it was dropped. But they ended up yeah. having to settle yes. for a field goal. Correct. Uh, 
you know, we didn't talk to Zach Arnett, the Mississippi State defensive coordinator, but we did talk to Mike Leach today, and he had a lot of – it's interesting because you asked him, you know, what, what do you do if K.J. can't play? And he's just like, well, they're just going to run their offense, so that's what we're preparing for. Um, and that's pretty much every answer he gave uh, was just one sentence answer until somebody asked him about uh, the advantages of eloping versus having a, a, a marriage, a wedding ceremony, and then oh he went on gosh. for some oh time. Oh, no. Yeah, and then Tom Murphy followed, came back with, uh, well, maybe I think, you know, ladies kind of like, you know, the romantic idea of it. And he goes, well, what they like is drama. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Mike, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, that's, don't go down this road. Who asked but, that question? Who asked uh, a question like a that? A reporter, I think probably a national reporter. And that, oh that was very gosh. common with, uh, you know, when he was at Washington State, yeah. uh, he would always get, you know, questions yeah. about which mascot would win in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just out of the box type things. His favorite stadiums to visit. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. But any, anything hey. else? What do you think about Rocket Sanders? Oh, he's a good running back. What do you think about eloping? Well, let me tell you about it. Now, Trey, here's what you need to do when you get off the air. Go to the Sports Illustrated website and read Mike Leach's solution to NIL. Okay. And it, it's, definitely, oh it's definitely unique. And, uh, but it's interesting because the writer points out he loves talking about politics and everything else. The only political statement he makes is, yeah, I, I hear they're trying to get Congress to work on this. Congress can't even fix itself. How are they going to fix They don't know anything about football. How yeah. are they going to fix this? Which I totally agree with. But the rest of it is a little bit offbeat. You, you yeah. just need to read it. Mike Leach is offbeat. He's not one of the guys that shows up at 530 <laughs> no. in the morning. You know, no, he, he's not. He walks, he walks to walks to campus you know he's not he's not in a big hurry he's always thought differently than other people and you know it kind of goes back to some of that stuff we were talking about with Saban you know you know where he might um you know fail in social situations uh, Mike Leach is just super quirky and a lot of times that's you know kind of identifying markers of a good head coach just being very strange <laughs> he fits that bill totally totally uh, let's talk with Keith. Keith, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I have a question for Trey. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a roster question. And uh, it, uh, over the summer, we signed a Juco kid. He's a nose guard, and he's originally from Chicago. And I don't know his name, but he had a lot of off-the-field problems. I uh, had to go to Juco. Uh, was out of football for a while. He's kind of a burly, round, you know, like 6'2", 300. Uh, do, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's not here anymore. Okay. He was here for a cup of coffee. That, that was my yeah. question. I didn't know if he was on the roster, and if he was, was he playing? Uh, I was just uh, – I read his write-up in the paper and was curious about him, and uh, I didn't know he'd already left the team. Yeah, uh, Taylor Lewis – he was a good-looking kid, 6'3", 295. Um, I don't know what happened exactly. Uh, maybe he didn't like seeing his name on the scout team. That was about when he left when Arkansas put together a scout team. But maybe uh, he didn't like the coffee. You said he just had a cup of coffee. Maybe that wasn't any good. Yeah, exactly. It probably was awful coffee. He, uh, I'm not a big fan of, you know, what he did there. I've, I've made it clear before about when is an appropriate time to quit the team and when not. 
Um, now the wide receiver, Jaqueline Crawford, I can understand where he was coming from in terms of entering the transfer portal. And, you know, he's a guy that's coming off an injury. He needed to rehab and all that stuff. And he took advantage of the situation and, um, and then transferred uh, pretty soon, you know, into, I guess, probably before school started, he, he entered the transfer portal. But, you know, Crawford is, and, and I get it, he's coming off an injury, but Crawford's on scholarship this sem- semester. And Taylor Lewis is on scholarship this semester. And there are guys out there right now, Cade Fortin is one of them, who are busting their butts who aren't on scholarship. And those guys have taken two of them. So, wow. I'm not, are, are I'm not a big on fan. Campus? Are they still on campus? Yeah, they can be. So, I, they're, I going, assume so they, they're going to class. I assume that they are on campus, but they're getting their school paid for and they're, wow. they're not contributing. That's pathetic. I don't know if they're on campus or not. I don't know if they just left. Uh, but they took the scholarship regardless. But they count because they were on scholarship before this. So if they leave, you don't get their scholarships? Nope. Nope. Not until you can get them at, You can pick them up at semester. Wow. But that's it. And, you know, you've got Kate Fortin and Blake Ford and, you know, guys that are deserving of being on scholarship who, who aren't right now. So Yeah. you got a kid like John Hill busting his backside. Yeah. I mean, at least Crawford, you know, put in some work, put in some years here. Um, but Taylor Lewis was, like I said, it's a cup of coffee. Wow. That's too bad. Let's talk with uh, Tim. Tim, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I got a question. Mm-hmm. So Mbake is going to cornerback, right? Back okay, yes. in For now. What does yeah. that say about our, our freshman recruits that we brought in this year that are they not good enough that they're going to have to put it Mbake in above them? Bakke is not going to play in a game anytime soon, and neither is Jalen Lewis. They, they need him there for they need bodies there, hmm. um, and I think that's kind of a bottom line. But I don't think you're going to see either one of those guys come in at cornerback. Jalen Lewis is the only guy brought in at cornerback, and he's been working nickel uh, since pretty much since he arrived on campus. The other defensive back, I guess, is Anthony Brown, but I think you're probably more likely to see Kiwan Parker before you see Bakke um, coming in. It's just it's okay. a situation where you need some you need you need to get through practices in my opinion. I just thought, you know, if they're putting him over there and we've got this freshman here, this doesn't seem maybe he's not cutting the mustard or something. I don't know. But anyway, okay, you answered my question, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tim. Uh, this from uh, YG, by way of – well, let's get to Mike first. He's he's actually ahead of that. Uh, Mike says, Bakke moving to corner could be a Trayvon Diggs, former receiver who plays corner, runs routes better than the players he's guarding. Maybe so. It, it, and it could be – a permanent move, or it could be a temporary move, just given the situations right now. But they moved um, Hudson Clark, and I'm sure it's part of cross training. You could probably expect to see him at both corner and safety on Saturday. But they, you know, they needed to work him there, and that obviously left him down another man at cornerback because Ladarius Bishop's out, and now you move him from corner to safety. So you got to shift the roster around. But they're, 
you know, secondary was viewed, especially safety, not so much cornerback, but safety was viewed as a one of the strong suits of this team, and they have just been slammed with injuries, and it is, it's it's knocked a leg out from under them, no question. There are other issues in the secondary besides that, but um, losing Catalan, losing Slusher has been pretty detrimental. Wouldn't Bakke Trey really more about speed, injecting yeah. speed into the secondary as much as anything? Yeah, he's also big and physical. You know, you need he he him and Keytron Jackson are both built pretty similar in my opinion. Um, so both you know six two or so, two hundred plus um, big guys with with speed, and, and you know they use Bakke at Gunner on special teams, so mm-hmm. he's also already playing. You know, and that could be. That could be another factor of it, you know, just going back to the last caller. Um, you know, you've got Jalen Lewis, who I don't believe has played this year, and you've got Bakke, who is has either burned his redshirt already or is getting close to it. And so maybe that's why it makes a little more sense to, you know, if you do have to go down to a point where you play him, you know, to play him over Jalen Lewis. Which leads us to an interesting situation, I'm not sure, uh, if you read the story about SMU, Rhett Lashley have the deal with at least four players who have played in their four games, but now yep. they're saying they're going to set out uh, so they can redshirt and they're going to go in the transfer portal. They can't go in there now because that window will not open up until after the season is over. So you're talking about something that really is not uh, kosher, at least in my book. Um, no, it's not. It's in fact, you... it's it's the opposite of that, Randy. And it's something that I hate about college sports, and I I hate the mentality of we'll just quit and redshirt ourselves and enter the transfer portal. Um, that's not the time to. Re- that's if you wanted to transfer, you should have done it another time. I wish the NCAA would come out with something because, um, yeah, you've done something maybe that's going to help you. But to me, you just quit on every single person on your team. I don't know their personal situation, so maybe they've got some other kind sure. of reason. But just on the surface, and in most cases, um, I won't cheer for anybody who does that. There is, and there's, there's, there's players on. You know, there might be a guy on on this roster that, you know, I don't, I'm not thrilled about either that, that has done that. Well, Trey, there are some interesting situations that involves the Arkansas roster. Uh, Manny Powell is one example. Uh, he is on the kickoff team. You've got uh, Nico uh, Davier. He is on the field goal block team. On the field goal team is Patrick Kudis. Do you suspect that uh, just because even they are with the uh, special teams, not necessarily seeing action um, as among the depth chart played in the game, but do you see these guys, okay, let's go ahead and play Manny Powell all the way through. Let's go ahead and play, uh, again, Patrick Kudis. Do we do we play Nico Davier? Uh, or do you say, nope, we don't want to burn it? You know, in this day and age, uh, I, I mentioned that with Jalen Lewis, but as I was saying, I was kind of also thinking, because Pittman isn't really that concerned with holding on to red shirts or not. Uh, I, I kind of think if you're playing guys in those roles, like Kudis and Davier, that those are guys that you expect to play major roles for you uh, next year. You know, I know that they really like both of those guys. And, and Nico has played some on defensive line. He's played a little bit there. And so, um, 
in this day and age of roster turnover and you know transfer portal and all that stuff, I mean it it, it kind of does make it less important and less of a thing to worry about, you know, in terms of redshirting guys. And I mean, I don't mean like say if you redshirt, you're never going to be any good because there's obviously plenty of players that that do that, especially linemen. Uh, but there is kind of a sense of, you know, if you're good enough to, if you're not good enough to play when you get there, then maybe, I don't know, maybe there's no sense in, in worrying about your red shirt anyway. I don't know. But uh, I do think it's it's less of a concern now with red shirting players and such um, when you are able to to go pluck somebody out of the portal if you need some help. Let's talk with Rick. Rick, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. I do. I first have a, a comment for you, Randy. I got yes, I was sir. arrested over the weekend because of you. Uh-oh. For years. Arrested for for because of Randy? Yes. For I've been listening to you guys for twenty plus years, and I keep hearing. Gas at Bradley and go. So I needed some gas Saturday and I wanted some chips. So I went in, got gas. I went in to grab my chips and I left. And I was pulled over shortly for evening. Yeah. You never mentioned anything about pay. You just. You just grabbed it and left, huh? Okay, great. You yeah, I guess it is I guess, go. I guess it grabbed it and left, man. That's what you tell us to do. That's funny. I smell That's class good. action lawsuit That's against great. Randy Rainwater. We like it. Good, good humor. Uh, okay, my, my question for Trey and anybody, you know, we've, we've been doing extremely poor tackling the last, couple of three games and what I see is it looks like they are coming in so hot and heavy and the ball carrier makes some slight move well they are they can't stop or they can't position themselves and make a tackle they need yeah. to slow down or, or something before they get there instead of expecting this to Run right well, into it's the it's ball. it's also about how they're approaching it, you know. And they and Simeon Blair talked about vice tackling yesterday, which is you know basically you got two guys there kind of breaking down, so you can't go anywhere. And I can remember last year Arkansas doing that a lot, you know. It's just like and if one guy misses, the other guy's right there. But sometimes that's not always uh, something you can count on. It seems like Arkansas has had just one guy in the frame a lot of times. And um, there was a really good breakdown by Roman Harper about. Um, you know the near hip when a guy's at the sideline you know where you're angling what you're targeting and too many times you see guys just kind of flailing and yeah you hear the well, music but um, yeah it's, it's there's definitely some technique issues and and also Arkansas the dice coach. bringing a lot of pressure all right Trey we will talk to you tomorrow that is straight media folks sports.com be brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company